Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com Hey everyone, Mark from Guitar Nerds here. What you're about to hear is a teaser for the second series of Branton's Ranton. Now, if you missed the first series, Branton's Ranton is a Patreon-exclusive miniseries that we do where me and Joe Branton sit down in a room and Joe uh, goes off about the things that he hates in the guitar industry. This um, first episode, we recorded this one first and he'd had a couple of drinks by this point, but the rest of the series gets a little bit boozy and incredibly, incredibly ranty. So um, what you want to do, if you want to hear the series, if you like this first episode, go to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds, where from as little as $1 a month, you can support the Guitar Nerds podcast. At the $5 a month tier, you get access to our regular half an hour of bonus content every week, plus you get access to both series of Branton's Ranton. There's some real, real real ranty stuff in the second series and I don't want to spoil anything um, but there's a couple of episodes near the end where things get uh, let's just say I'm glad they're behind the paywall if you want to hear it patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds Hello and welcome to episode one of a brand new series of the most loved or most hated podcast in the world. This is Guitar Nerds Presents Branton's Ranton, season two, episode one. Yes! He's back with a vengeance, angrier than ever and ready to take on a brand new set of topics. I am furious, it's true. For those who don't know, uh, Branton's Ranton is the uh, series where behind the paywall we let Joe Branton go wild on topics that uh, he hates or things or people that annoy him and I generally have to play devil's advocate not even devil's advocate sometimes the things you say are just stupid so I come in with the the sense the uh the sort of general sense that is rubbish nothing I have ever said has been stupid everything I speak is gospel truth I mean there's definitely some stuff that you said that's been stupid well You'll never need to buy another gigging I, bass again. I'm still playing that gigging bass. I just happened to have bought a couple of others for home use. 
we'll see we'll see when you next do a round of gigs so um kicking off episode one i guess what topic have you brought for us so for episode one uh we're going to talk about people with small pedal boards (sighs) specifically small pedal boards like it's it's different even from people who don't use pedal boards do you know why because people who don't use pedal boards are a joke. People who use small pedal boards are annoying, and I, that's what this podcast is going to be about. Go on then. What's your o- there's, What's there's, the opening speech? Well, what's, I just want to. I make, just want to make your argument. I want to precursor this by saying I'm not even going to talk about people who don't use effects because those people aren't worth talking about. Right. There are two types of people who aren't worth talking about: people who don't use effects because you have to be so dull, and people who use some effects but don't have a board oh, that they turn up at a gig even i can't stand behind and, that and they get their their crappy behringers out of a rucksack yeah and they get their rotor sound patch cables out and they start assembling it like on stage when everyone's like got to get on and off stage for sound checks and stuff and you are wasting time that's the only thing is you m- might as well bring a guitar with no strings on it to a show and just string up when you're about ready to play it's it's People who don't use pedal boards are idiots. And I don't know what it, where that comes from. It's from like this people, some people don't like spending money on stuff that's not a directly, you know, the, the product for the job. If it's not the guitar, the effect or the amp, they don't want to spend money on it. And you have to make sure you account for everything if you want to have a professional rig. And that includes spending good money on a pedal board. I'm with you on this one. I'm not, this is a bad way to start off Branton's rant on because, you know, I will try and argue with with you at every turn. But I agree, if you're turning up with a load of single pedals in a backpack and then just laying them out on the floor and taking forever to do so, um, it's not really on. No, exactly. But that was not your argument. Your argument is against people who use small pedal boards. So One tier pedal boards. What is the opening statement? Okay, so... This, this, I find even more unbelievable than people who, who don't have a pedal board because if you're, if you, if you're using effects, why would you only, like, you can't physically get enough effects onto a single tier pedal board. Like, there can't be enough. So you're half-arsing. That's what you're doing. It's, it's worse than people because... I, I can I can assume that maybe the people who don't use pedals have been kicked in the head by a horse or something like that. Whereas whereas people who use <laughs> single tier pedal boards That is common in the guitar world. Yeah, well, it could well be. People who use single tier you can't possibly I'm talking about like a a, a pedal train nano here. Okay. You can't you can't get all the effects you'll need on there. Like there are there are things that are essential. These are things that should be on every pedal board. A tuner. Yep. Right. An octaver. <laughs> essential. No, of course that's essential. Of course that's essential. That's quality tone that's gonna give you some dynamics. Um then you need a drive. You've got to have at least one modulation pedal, so probably vibrato, but I will accept a <laughs> chorus realistically you've got to have a phaser as well but even if even if we're saying one modulation pedal we still need to do delay and reverb 
So that's six pedals. I mean, there's no way you're going to fit six pedals on on a one tier on a nano. So so the nano is pointless for a start. Bad product. But if you are using any less than six pedals, and six pedals is the absolute minimum, you you should have more than one delay on a board. You should probably have a decent preamp on there. You probably need a fuzz. You definitely need at least three types of modulation. So I I don't understand how you're expecting to create anything. Because I tell you what you will create, nothing new. Nothing new. You will just create old rubbish. Right, so that's the uh, that's the opening game. That's, yeah, right, that's me, it. So the flaws in this argument are that you need pedals for a start. Right. When plenty of fantastic guitar players have never had pedals. Maybe at some point in the in the past. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Put stuff from the past is good. Um, and if you do have pedals, you need to have six. Is that the minimum? Well, six is the minimum. That covers you for for. But it doesn't even cover like compression fuzz. Why do you need a chorus pedal? Well, because you've got to have some sort of modulation. Why? I said, I said, if you don't, you don't have to have a chorus. You can have a vibrato or a phaser or a flanger or a tremolo. Why would you need a chorus pedal? Well, you'd need a modulation. I'm not saying strictly chorus, but you know, I like chorus. It it adds a nice texture. But you know, personally, I think I'd have a vibrato. If you'd asked me a year ago, I'd have had a phaser on there and I've left it on all the time at its slowest setting. It just gives some texture. That's what modulation's for. Making stuff sound a little bit fresher, making stuff pop, giving you that individual sound. So this year we've been uh, raving about the Boss Katana amps, which have got some built-in effects and stuff. Yeah. Um, what if you're using an amp like that, where you don't need that many pedals? You you can't control them on 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 the floor anyway. Well, you just lean over and change. No, no, them. that's not not like no. If you if you're playing in a professional situation, and I'm not saying the katana can't be used in a professional situation. I'm saying that those effects are there for messing around at home. They are not in any way appropriate or suitable for uh, a performance piece. I mean, I don't really know what my argument is to counter yours because it's so preposterous that I, you know, think of guitar greats over the years. Chuck Berry, he's not carrying around a pedal board with him. Well, Steve, cool. Steve Cropper, no pedal board there. You know, he's just plugging straight into the amp. Didn't uh, have a choice. Well, yeah, of course he did. There was fuzzes out in Steve Cropper's time. Well, he should, he could, should have got one. Could have had a Gibson Maestro. Imagine how much interesting all that boring sort of lift music he was no, making. Unbelievable, would have been. unbelievable. Um, you know, I, Hendrix didn't have a huge pedal board. Ah, but he did use a wide array of tones. He used the most amount of tones he possibly could. And if Hendrix was around today, he'd have you know a massive pedal board it would imagine, be huge imagine Jimi Hendrix effects in the 80s he would have had rack delays uh, I, th- I think Hendrix would have made it through the 80s okay he'd have like I think he'd have he'd have kept kept with the, the valve boys I'm not sure about that so I don't yeah I don't really know what to um, to counter this with other than um, that you never I mean firstly you never need a chorus pedal because why would you ever need chorus chorus is the I'm worst of all people, effects I'm giving people the option I'm giving people the option you need at least six, but six leaves you with only one modulation pedal, which is just mental. Why wouldn't you want to? You obviously want a vibrato. You obviously want a phaser. You have to have reverb. You should have at least two forms of delay. You should. So, every, like every, every decent type of music at some point will require delay of some that's form. That's fine. A delay, I, I would say. So, could you get away with... A board that is has a drive pedal, 
a delay pedal and a reverb pedal. Well, well, no, I just it wouldn't be if you've not got modulation on there. It's just going to be a bit boring, is it? It's just going to be a bit dull. Yeah, but then the modulation's in your hands, man. No, man, no. You'd need like at least if you want to do like drive, reverb, and delay, get get a tremolo in there. No, well, yeah, yeah that's fine. That's fine. So, the how many pedals is that? So you've got tuner number one, right? Drive two, yeah. Probably need a couple of them. Reverb delay. Well, don't put them that way around. Well, no, of course not. Okay, but okay, so a trim, a reverb, and a delay. What's that, six pedals? Well, yeah, but you can fit that on a nano? No, you can't fit that on a nano. You can't fit that on a nano. Nano plus, you can fit six pedals on there. Well, I mean, I don't know about that, but you know. Okay, how about this? A nano plus might just be enough to not be a small pedal board. How about this? You're talking about professionalism. A lot of people who are professional musicians, you know, travel, if they live in London, they'll travel, travel on the tube. If they if they do international gigs, they'll only be able to take a small pedal board. In fact, I'm going to tell you right now, the most professional pedal boards in the world are small pedal boards. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't think I agree. I'm saying to you, Joe Branton, that in fact, what you're talking about is you fall into trap the trap of being the ultimate hobbyist. You've purchased Rubbish. a ton of stuff that you don't possibly need for basically dicking about at home this no this isn't true at all when actually what you should be doing is if you were a real musician you'd be attending sessions you'd be on that plane and you'd be going and you'd hello mr easy jet i'm checking in with my hand luggage which is a, a small amount of pedals Rubbish. on a, a pedal train junior would be fine to go on a flight no and that's too, too, too big no I, I i i argue that point a pedal train junior is the smallest reasonable pedal board that you could possibly have no, I I think actually it's you who have been done over here by showing that you are a knob tweaker and you are a um in your enthusiast rather than a professional. Abs- absolute absolute rubbish. I'm I'm clearly not. I'm the only guitar nerd who is in a in a functioning band and and I need lots of pedals to to make sure that that's the case. I'm in a functioning band. I don't even no, use a tuner. Play, yeah, it's not... Yeah, no, you play to your mates once a year. It's different. That's a band that works. We're recording next year. Anyway, we need to get more in Branton mode. Branton mode. You are going to deliver a closing statement now about people with small pedal boards. Okay. People with small pedal boards annoy me. To a massive extent, because I see you with your small pedal boards, I see that that the sort of pathetic attempt to be part of the of the pedal crew, and it's it's not enough. You haven't got enough there to create actual good sounding effects and textures, and that's that's the other thing. People who have small pedal boards, I guarantee this every time, people who have small pedal boards suck at tone. They suck at tone because they don't really know what they're doing. And I bet all of those effects are just like at 12 o'clock because they're not really sure what they're doing anyway. They they probably don't use modulation because they couldn't work out why the phasers sounded so crazy and it was because they didn't know that they could slow it down or, you know, that they haven't found an appropriate use for fuzz because... They won't adjust their their playing style to to cater for the, the the simplicity that suits a fuzz pedal. It's that they're just it's it's exactly what you're calling me. These people are hobbyists rather than people actually trying to make uh, important music in 
in the musical world. I think what we're really talking about here is elitism. That's your thing. Is ah. you want to sit on a big pile of pedals and you want to point down on these people who are, maybe they're just starting out, Joe. Maybe they're going, well, no, I've got a fuzz and I've got a delay and I've got a reverb. And I could be that guy who goes to gigs and gets out of a rucksack and puts them in there. Or I could get a small pedal board together. People can't jump in. You know, people have got to learn to swim before they jump in at the, the uh, deep end. Well, maybe so, but, you know... Maybe maybe do that bit of practicing at home, you know, and then and then when you're when you're ready for for a gig, get a two tier board. It, just get a junior, get some more stuff on there. I guarantee it will make you a better player. I think uh, you have been beaten here again, as I will prove at the end of every episode. Because what you are is a pedal elitist. You're a knob twiddler. You're a hobbyist. And um, what you're saying is nonsensical, as the rest of these episodes will be. Well, you know, you're the, you're the host, Mark. You can't prove. Give me a reason why you, someone has to have a large pedal board. Well, because they will they will be more interesting for having a large pedal board. But it's what you do with it yep. that counts. Well, I'm I'm just saying. I can't think of a good song that didn't have lots of effects on it. Um, let's see. Well, I mean, anything basically recorded. Most things recorded have not got lots of effects on. Uh, uh, not, not that I've listened to. Yeah, that's because you listen to bad, bad music. Anything else that you want to say about small pedal bo- boards before we wrap up? No, get 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 a bigger board. <laughs> and with that, I think we'll uh, we'll call this the end of episode one of Branton's Ranton, with Joe Branton being supremely KO'd by his own argument uh, that you need to have a big pedal board. He's not thought it through, as you will hear in the rest of the episodes of Branton's Ranton. Join us next week for another swift and sound beating of this absolute moron. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.